Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to another edition of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Yabers. So glad you're with us today. In episode 66, I talked about running your race. I don't know if you listened to it, but if you didn't, make sure you go check that one out. I think you will really enjoy it. And as I was preparing for this episode, I wanted to take that a little further. And so we're going to talk today about pivots, when to step away, and when to push through. Have you ever had decisions that you needed to make, whether it was uh, changing out a curriculum or changing your approach in parenting, or maybe changing a business practice or embracing a new business practice? You know, sometimes we have to make a very hard decision. And I want you to realize, I've said this before, uh, there's freedom in the pivot. There's freedom in the pivot. I want you to hear that. We get afraid. We get afraid to step away. We get afraid to push through. What? What? Oh, man, what if we make the wrong decision? What if we invest in something and it fails? You know, I talked in the episode 66 on running your race. I talked about if you are wanting to make a million dollars, I am going to go talk to somebody who's made it, and I want to know what they did. Why? Because there's wisdom in that. There's a reason why uh, thousands or probably millions of people want to listen to Warren Buffett when he hosts his annual event. They want to know, what did you do? How did you read the market? How did you make a business decision? That's true of of really any successful person. What did Elon Musk do? What did Jeff Bezos do? And there were certain decisions they had to make. The same with Steven Spielberg. And I mentioned them. uh, There's many. There's There's thousands that I could reference, but those are all folks that I've read their stories, and there were certain key pieces of how they conducted their decision-making that I found to be uh, important in making hard decisions. And none of them were exactly the same, but all of them, and this includes you and me, sometimes you have to make really hard decisions. Sometimes you have to step away from something. Maybe, maybe it's something you absolutely love, but you know that you're being led away to something else. Now, some people say, oh, you're going to something greater or better. Not always. Sometimes you step away because you're in the middle of a trial. Sometimes you step away, as I talked about in running your race, you step away because uh, things change in your life. You hit a financial shortfall. 
You hit relational snags, marital problems, uh, parenting issues, maybe people that you're in business with, things you have a falling out. And you have to step away to regroup. So not all stepping away is, you know, fun. And pushing through, well, that has its pros and cons as well. If you push through because you're the type of person who doesn't want to fail, you're just going to keep trying and trying a million different ways, thinking, okay, this is going to be the right approach. And I'm not saying it won't be. But there's wisdom in knowing when to pivot. There's freedom. There's wisdom in knowing when you need to step away and and when you need to push through. So as I talk about this in uh, this episode of when to step away and when to push through, there's three parts I'm going to address. And that is whatever decision that you need to make, you've got to trust the Lord. You've got to seek counsel from people that you trust, maybe people that are in an area of that you're in. Uh, maybe they've traveled a little further than you and they have uh, more discernment, greater expertise, more wisdom. And you want to seek their counsel. There's always, it's always wise to seek counsel, but you got to be careful of that counsel because the words that other people speak to you can be impactful. And I have to tell you, that's that's something that uh, God has really put on my heart, and that is the need for me. That's just something that I'm seeing in all of my journals is this word impact, impact, impact. It is something that has governed my decisions early on, probably starting at about 17 years old. I know that's kind of strange for me to say 17 years old. Some people have a an epiphany or they have this type of experience that makes them realize they're going to have an impact. And at any season, in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, I feel sad for the people who never realize that they are designed to have an impact, even if it's just on one or two people. But as I think about this, it reminds me of my very first entrepreneurial endeavor. And that was when I borrowed $500 from a family friend to start a business. And I'll, I'll try to come back to that and tell you more about that story. But when you have to make a decision to step away or push through, like I said, you've, you've got to trust the, trust the Lord that He's leading. And you know what else? You have to seek counsel. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why why do I need to step away? Or why should I push through? It's kind of pointless to make an arbitrary decision without really knowing why you're doing it. What's the hope of gain or the fear of loss? You know, we do things based on, on those two points. I mean, I know more people that have not tried, that have not been willing to lay something down, to have not been willing to let go of whatever it is. Because 
the fear of loss is greater than the hope of gain. Have you heard that? The fear of loss is greater than the hope of gain. The fear of losing what you currently have, even if you're miserable, even if you're just plowing through for the sake of plowing through. But that fear of loss is greater than any hope of gain that could possibly be accomplished by laying something down, by stepping away, and maybe even fear of loss, even pushing pushing through. See, there, there are times in your life. If you're in your 20s, you're making different decisions than when you're in your 30s. And same goes for when you're in your 30s versus your 40s, and your 40s versus your 50s, and your 50s versus your 60s. Come on, life is constantly changing. Just as soon as you think you've got it mastered, notice that I said you think you've got it mastered or you think you've got things under control, it changes. That's the nature of life. And it's well for you to know this as you're going into a decision-making process. So it's trusting the Lord seeking counsel. It's also asking yourself why. Now, you, you all know I'm a huge advocate of journaling. I don't care if it's the fancy one with stickers and all. I've been looking at all these different journals and planners and, oh my goodness, if you're artsy, there's some really cool ones out there. If you're not artsy, they will stress you out. I don't care what journals you use. I prefer not having all of the artsy stuff. Not it just doesn't, it just distracts me because in a minute I'll start doodling. And then when I doodle, I lose track and I go off topic. But if I, if it's just kind of blank, I'm able to stay focused. You may not be like that. And it doesn't even matter because there's not a right or wrong. It's who you are. How do you, how do you pay attention to the stirrings of your heart? Pay attention to the whispers that you hear from the one who created you, from the one who has the plans established, ordained for you. And you've got to embrace what's before you. Obviously, laying something down means you've got to be willing to embrace what's before you. You've got to starve that fear. It's funny, I do write about that in Parenting Beyond the Rules. Fear can invade every area of our life. Fear our businesses will fail. Fear we're not going to be able to afford the next, you know, trip to the grocery store, especially with rising food prices. Fear that we're going to make the wrong decision. So sometimes that can lead to paralysis. Well, no decision isn't always the best decision. It takes wisdom, friends. Sometimes it takes making some poor decisions. And you learn from those. And those make you wiser and they give you greater knowledge and into making that next decision. I've had a lot of friends, and I, I guess that's why I'm doing this particular podcast at this particular time. There's just this stirring in me of the questions that I'm getting from you, from from the listeners, from the community. You know, should I do this with my child? 
Should I do this in my marriage? Should I do this with my business? Should I work with this person? If I work with this company, is it going to hurt my business? I mean, there's, there's some serious decisions we make in life. Wouldn't you agree? I know you do. You're faced with them right now, many of you. It's summer. At the time of this recording, it's summer. You may be listening to this in, you know, in the wintertime. It, it may be a replay for you. And thank you. Thank you for staying with Equipped to Be. Your listenership, subscribing, following, following this podcast, being engaged, heading over and, and checking out ConnieAubers.com, allowing me to come alongside you in your journey. Oh, man, that's such an honor. It's one I don't take lightly. It's one I feel very privileged that you tune in, that you make time in your very busy day to check out, to come join me, to consider the possibilities that I present here at Equipped to Be. Every decision that I make here on this podcast is literally with you in mind. Your struggles your fears, your, your ambitions and your goals, what you want to achieve personally, what you want to achieve relationally, what do you want to see in your families? What would you like to see with the children that you have been blessed with in those relationships? That's why Equipped to Be exists. That's why every week, I'd love to expand this podcast. I would love to come into your home more frequently. That's a matter of, of consideration that me and, and my team and my husband are considering is how do we make that possible? Listenership, donor support, sponsors, that, that's how it, it happens. I think as I feel, I was telling someone this morning, there is a pivot happening and I've been feeling it for a while. And that's the moment where I feel like I am personally. And, and so it's not, it's not a coincidence that I've had women talk to me about decisions, important decisions they have to make with their kids, about business decisions that they need to make because they're trying to juggle it all. Man, it's hard. It's hard trying to figure out how much work can I accomplish? How much time can I spend uh, homeschooling? How much time is it going to take for me to manage my home and have personal care and self-care and I, uh, the things? The list is endless. And that's why it's a privilege to walk alongside you as you have to think through. So if in some way you tuning in to Equip to Be has gives you the confidence to make a decision or the affirmation that you're on the right road. If, if that happens, man, what a blessing. What a way for me to, to uh, what a humble way, actually, for me to feel like, okay, this is, this is making a difference. So, you know, you got to, when you have to decide when you're going to step away or you're going to push through something, it requires those three aspects. You know, when there's a hard decision to make, you usually have counselors. They could be trusted friends. Not every friend is a trusted friend. Can I just tell you that? Man, 
I've been burned by more people I thought were friends. And that's the key word, thought. And I've also been blessed by more people who were casual friends, who made comments about decisions that needed to be made based off of their experience. They actually didn't know me very well. And I write about this in Parenting Beyond the Rules, and I I think I've talked about this a little bit because people often ask me, how did you get Parenting Beyond the Rules published? How did you get a literary agent? How how has it made it to the successful level that it has? And if you haven't if you haven't read Parenting Beyond the Rules, you, there's lots of opportunities for you. You can get the book or you can listen to it on Audibles. You can listen to it on a, you know, in your car. There's just a lot of ways that you can listen to this book. But when I talk about that story, it, again, it was a stepping away, stepping in, pushing through. It was like all of the above. But as I shared with you about my story in running your race, how I had this phenomenal career that I was absolutely, I loved. I loved everything about what I got to do when I worked for uh, Walt Disney World. I loved the people I got to meet, the people I got to work with. It was a very diverse group of people. Oh man, I learned so much. I learned a lot about me. I learned a lot about the world. I learned a lot about working with others. You know what I learned? People who have real prominence, who have real power, who have real success, you know, often they're the ones the most willing to extend a hand, to give you a few minutes here or there, to give you some strategic advice, to help you make a pivotal decision. They don't make it for you, but you glean from their experience. I want you to realize something, that as you grow, you're going to change emotionally, because of life experience. Relationally, again, because of life experiences. You'll be burned a few times. You'll be, uh, let's say, undermined a few times, maybe a lot. You'll be embraced more often than not. And you have to realize that as you grow and change, the, the spiritual, emotional, physical, relational changes that take place in you, that's natural. That's as it's designed, which is why it breaks my heart that uh, we have reached a point or we're reaching maybe a point where the wisdom that comes from living life is marginalized in some sectors of our culture. Again, there's always opportunity for new, creative, inventive ideas. That's the nature of, of growth and change. You know, there's, there's this tension and this rub between the way things have always been done and the way things could be done. And, and actually, that's how innovation begins. It begins by, okay, well, what has been done? How can we do it differently? When you have to decide when to step away or when to push through, You got to keep what's important a priority. I want you to write that down. Keep what is important a priority. Because if you achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve, but you lose yourself, you lose yourself, you lose critical relationships in the process, 
Yeah, you may have achieved that goal, but was it worth the cost? Was it worth the price? Maybe. I'm not saying it's not, because maybe those weren't the best relationships to have in the first place. But you've got to keep it a priority. Every decision that you make to step away or push through has to go through a filtration system. For us, it was what was in the best interest of our family. What was the cost going to be? Because every decision has a cost. You know, that's what they call it, opportunity cost. Every decision you make has a cost. You know that post that you make where you out your kids? Every post you make where you out your boss or your you rant or you vent or you share things that after things settle down, you might regret. See, all of those have a cost. So we have to be discerning. So to keep things a priority, you've got you've to be discerning. It takes time. It takes reflection. It takes spending time knowing what God is leading you to or what he might be leading you away from. I, I have, when I stepped away from my work at Walt Disney World, you know, honestly, that was at the, that was kind of like at the height. It was, it was untold opportunity. And yet I made this decision to step away. When you make that decision, whatever it is, if you have a peace because you have filtered it through the right priorities, you know that's what you're supposed to do. You know why you're doing it. And then you can embrace what's before you. While I love what I did, and there was lots of, I could have had a career there. And it would have been absolutely wonderful. When I made that decision, I didn't look back. Sure, it was a stepping stone. But you know, that stepping stone is still there. I'm still talking about it. There are things you're going to do in your life. And there's going to be decisions that you make that are going to have huge ramifications. And those could be good or bad. But when you make that decision, if you've made it based on the three criteria that I said, you don't look back. Oh, I wish I would have, or I should have. Nope. You will never reach the next goal by looking backwards. You use the rear view mirror, friends. You use it only to make sure nobody's like coming up behind you to cream you. You don't use your rear view mirror to look at where you're going. It's a reminder of where you've come, where the road you've traveled. I want you to realize something. This has been something that I speak about all the time. And I was recently speaking to a group of leaders at a big conference. I was so excited because the world is opening up. Live events have come. I, you know, I have been able to speak all over the country and I'm so excited. If you run a, an organization, if you have a group, are in leadership positions, whatever, it is, if, if you're running a homeschool organization, you're listening to this, I, I, I know I have such a, a broad range of listeners. I love that. 
and you're looking for somebody to come and speak to your audience, please uh, contact me. I would love to speak to you about how I can serve the needs of your audience, of how I can actually, you know, bring value to what you have to do in filling your events. That's a very important topic. So I was the keynote for this particular event. The last few have all been keynotes. And I just talked to them about unshakable faith, you know, leadership, leading in your home even, leading your children, leading a group, leading an organization, leading yourself. You know, it, it takes... It takes tenacity, it takes perseverance, it takes diligence, it takes being wise and discerning, it takes contemplation and pondering. But I'm going to tell you this. As I stepped away from my work for Estee Lauder, as I stepped away from my, and my work for Estee Lauder uh, was just such a brief period of time, but it gave me enormous opportunities because it was based off of a decision that I made at 17 years old to start my own image and branding company. I know if you haven't heard that story, go back to past episodes. I, I talk a little bit about that, how I borrowed $500 from a family friend. I got my mom's permission and I started a branding and imaging company for women I was teaching in Montessori schools, modeling agencies, anywhere, anywhere I could teach and speak about inner outer beauty. Boy, I was there. It's something that's passionate to me. I want you to see the amazingness within you. I want you to see how the strengths and the talents and and even your quirky ways, which we all have them, how they're not given to you by mistake how they're not designed to cause you to stumble and fail. They're actually there to help you thrive and succeed because God doesn't have second best for you. When you make a critical decision, when you pivot, when you decide to step away like I did in many things, stepping away from my career, stepping away from different organizations that I was running or different companies that I was working for, when I chose to say no and embrace the what's next, it's always led to being right where I needed to be. And it allowed me to keep the hearts of my kids. It allowed me to still build the family that I knew we wanted to build. I want you to hear that. Sometimes you can get a pull back. Sometimes you have to slow down. Now, I'm an achiever type. I'm always looking at, okay, what's the next assignment? I, you all know this about me. I'm, gonna, I'm, I, I'm an encourager, an exhorter. I'm your cheerleader. I'm a, you can do it. I believe that. And I am also a believer in stepping down, letting go, saying no, so that you can say yes. I know that's a cliche statement, but it's true. If I could think of a better way or a new, fancier way, you know, I'd, I'd do it. But why? That's already said, and it's very clear. You only have 24 hours in a day. 
oh, I know, I've read all the books, how to maximize your days. I'm, I, I get it. I, I try to fit way more into my day than I can possibly do. My list is endless like yours. I try to figure out what can I do. Sometimes I do the pointless things and I never get to the big things because the big things are hard and they're going to take longer. And so I procrastinate and I roll it over to my little planner. Okay, well, now I need to do it today. Well, truth is that it's normal too, but you have to know yourself. Sometimes you do have to sit your butt down and you have to do the hard work and you have to do that a lot. But you have to be real. You have to be honest with yourself. You got 24 hours in a day. I don't know what your energy level is. I don't know what your capabilities to get things done are. You may be extremely efficient and systems oriented and, and you can just knock stuff out. Bam, bam, bam. Maybe you maybe you're not. Maybe you need time to think and pause ponder. Maybe it takes you a little longer to decide to make decision and move. Maybe you're just like, nope, I'm just going to jump in and start, which is what I did with Equip to Be. I knew I was supposed to start this podcast years ago, but you know what? One, I was afraid. I didn't know what I was doing. Now, I knew what I was doing in relation to communication, but I didn't know all the technical stuff, and this technical stuff paralyzed me. But it kind of ended up, the truth be told, it just wasn't the right time. Because I started equipped to be kind of ugly. I didn't have it all written out. I didn't have this massive format. I had done all the courses. But you have the same 24 hours. And you have to know what you can do in them. And I, I have a post-it note on my computer. Again, because I, I do want... I, I'm an achiever type. I'm constantly biting off more than I can chew. I've gotten better over the years. But I still have that tendency and, and for me, I write, don't let fear cause you to run someone else's race. I'm going to repeat that. Don't let fear cause you to run someone else's race. There's a lot of people out there right now because mics are cheap, relatively. It's easy to have a blog. It's easy to have a podcast. Relatively easy. Everybody has an opinion and everybody wants to state their opinion. Or I guess I shouldn't say everyone, but most people, right? Here's the deal. You're not supposed to be doing what everybody else is doing. People are telling you, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. Uh, spend this much time on this. If someone is telling you to do something that you know in your heart is not the time for you to do it, stop listening. Because all they're going to do is make you feel guilty or shame you. Don't run someone else's race. Run yours. Run it well. Run it with integrity. with excellence. Don't be afraid you're going to miss out on the best thing. Don't be afraid that you're not going to achieve all those things. You might not. But when you keep the priorities the priority, 
when you loosely hold the dreams or the desires, when you loosely hold all of that, and when you are willing to let go, when you are willing to step away, or when you're willing to hunker down and push through, because you know that you know that you know this is what you got to do. It takes effort. It takes tenacity to get after it. It takes determination and diligence. When you know that, you're not going to get second best. It's not that you're going to get the gold medal. I just remember something that I heard in a conference once, and it was from somebody who had been number one in, in their respective fields for many years. I just remember this person saying, I never strived for number one. I was content with second place. Because nobody ever goes after the person in second place. They're always shooting for knocking the person who's on the top to the bottom. Because of envy, jealousy, whatever. I, I thought that was rather profound. And it fit perfectly with that whole statement of, you're not going to get second best. Second best is not me saying, don't be your best. It means don't live in fear. It means accept what your limits are, and it means accept what you can, what your capabilities are, and get after it. Be discerning. Don't be afraid you're going to miss out. You're not. That's not how it works, friends. <laughs> I told someone the other night they're struggling with something. And I told someone the other night, hey, there's always going to be opportunities. There will always be opportunities before you. Don't sacrifice what's best. Don't sacrifice for the things that are fleeting and you aren't going to get a redo. Don't sacrifice those. If you're going to step away, trust the Lord. Seek wise counsel. If you need to push through, trust the Lord. Seek wise counsel. Be discerning. If you need to step away or you need to push through, ask yourself why. List it. Write it down. Think about it. Pray about it. And then embrace. Once you've made that decision, embrace that decision and push, go, work, be intentional, be focused, be like a gazelle shooting after that which you're supposed to be going after. And then you'll have the confidence of knowing because you'll be able to look back in that rearview mirror at some point and see, oh, that's why. That's why I needed to pivot. That's why I needed to let go. That's why I needed to step forward. That's why, that's why I needed to push through. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Equipped to Be. I just am so grateful for you, for allowing me just to share with you, to be part of your life, to be part of your journey. I love hearing about, and I am so grateful you guys reach out to me and share with me 
uh, different opportunities that you're facing as women, as moms, as homeschoolers. Uh, I We are not one-dimensional people, and that is the coolest thing. So I want you to be blessed this week, and let us know. Let us know how we can encourage you. If you have any topics that you would love for me to discuss, hey, shoot them over our way, and we will consider throwing those into the program. I hope you enjoyed the last episode of Run Your Race, and, and I really hope that this was a blessing to you. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.